Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado. Here to take your calls and texts live on the air. This is the show where you can call in with your questions about the Bible. Maybe you've been reading and you have some questions, some things that you haven't understood or that are unclear to you. We'd love to discuss those with you, and hopefully we can bring some clarity where there has been a lack of clarity or some confusion in your Bible reading. So give us a call with your Bible questions, 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. Or you can text us, 720-336-0897. That's 720-336-0897. You can also call us with your prayer requests. We'd love to pray for you. If there's something going on in your life that you'd like some prayer for, or you'd like uh, other people. Let's say we have a great uh, many listeners right now tuning in from all over, and they are here, and they can say amen and pray for your prayer requests. So we'd love to hear from you with your prayer requests. And we would also, if you know if there's something going on in your life or something going on in society that you'd like to discuss and, and get some biblical perspective on, we would love to talk with you about that as well. Again, the number to call, 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. Or text us, 720-336-0897. The vision behind Calvary Live is to give you kind of a lifeline, I guess we would call it, uh, to give you a place where you can call in and have connection with pastors and leaders here in Colorado and over the air. And, you know, I was reminded of the importance of this just the other day. I was talking with someone and she was asking, you know, on Sunday mornings, we're teaching through the Bible, we're teaching through scriptures. And they, they said, well, what if as we're studying that scripture, what if we're dealing with something in our life that perhaps that scripture doesn't doesn't address? Or what if there are things going on in the culture and the text that we're studying on a Sunday morning doesn't address it? And I said, well, actually, that's going to be true in any church service anywhere in the world, right? So that as you study that passage, there are going to be certain things that apply to some people, but there will also be things going on in people's lives which the scriptures speak to, but perhaps that particular text doesn't speak to. And so the question was, where can people go in those times? Now, there are, of course, many places you can go. You can have in your church community groups. You can have relationships with different leaders, etc. But this is also one of the blessings of this show is this is a place where you can call in with your questions about things that you've always wondered about, things where you need clarity. And we have pastors here every day for one hour to, taking those calls, taking those texts and answering them. And I'd love to hear from you today. So give me a call 303-690-3000 or text us 720-336-0897. We want to welcome those who are tuning in in Colorado and Southern Wyoming on Grace FM. Welcome to the program. You're hearing this program live today. We also want to welcome those of you listening on the East Coast on Hope FM in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Maryland, as well as those listening on Truth FM in Tennessee and parts of North Carolina and Kentucky. Just today, 
I was doing a live prayer hour on Calvary Chapel's Facebook page. I've been hosting it now actually for 12 weeks. And it's at, if you ever want to join, by the way, it's at 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock p.m. every weekday on the Calvary Chapel Facebook page. So I was doing that, and I had a person join in on that prayer time who is from New Jersey and regularly listens to Hope FM. So if you're listening today, I believe his name was John. John, if you're listening, he was a police officer. We prayed for him and his service to the community. Uh, John, if you're tuning in, God bless you. Glad to have you with us. Just a reminder that those of you on the East Coast listening on Hope FM and Truth FM, you're hearing this program on a one-week delay. And so we just want you to know that and keep it in mind, but we do want you to still call in and participate in the show. And you guys actually have a unique opportunity because of the delay, and that is that you get to tell family and friends, hey, I'm going to be on the radio at this time. You should tune in. And that is a great and, and cool way that you can introduce them to this program and you can introduce them to your local Christian radio station. So we would encourage you to do that and use that opportunity. We also want to give a big hello to everybody who listens online. We know there's just an increasing number of you who are tuning in online. There are two ways to do that, by the way. You can tune in in our website, which is gracefm.com. You can just go to gracefm.com and then hit the button to listen live. You can do that in your browser, on your laptop, desktop, even on your mobile device in the browser. The other way to listen live is on your mobile device, your your phone or your tablet. You can get the Grace FM app. And so you, that's a totally free app for you. You can get it on all of your devices. Go into the App Store or Google Play Store. Type in Grace FM as one word, and it will come right up. And you can put that on your device, and you can listen anytime, anywhere in the world to not only this show, but all of the programming on Grace FM. And speaking of uh, online audience, every now and then I get to see where people are tuning in from, kind of a live snapshot. And so I see we have people in the Midwest, kind of Chicagoland area. We have people in Texas and Kansas. We have a lot of people, of course, here in the Front Range, all the way down from, looks like Pueblo, all the way up to Cheyenne, the Las Vegas area, Los Angeles area. We've got people in the um, Washington, Oregon area, as well as some international listeners. We've got listeners from Brazil and South Africa and Ukraine tuning in today. So welcome to all of you who are tuning in uh, from wherever you're tuning in from. We're so glad that you're with us. Again, remember, this is the show where you can call in with your questions about the Bible, anything going on in your life or your prayer requests. We'd want to hear from you. We want to pray for you and hopefully answer your questions. The number to call, 303-690-3000 or text us. 720-336-0897. One of the things I've done, because I, I sometimes text into the show when I'm not hosting. One of the things I've done is I actually save those numbers in my phone, and that way it's easier to find them later on. So I would encourage you to do that too. I know it can be hard to get the numbers right then when I'm reading them out that fast, but I want to say a few words about myself. My name is Pastor Nick Cady. I'm the pastor of Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado. I'm your host every Friday here on Calvary Live, and every now and then I fill in. I was hosting earlier this week on Monday as well. Um, our church recently moved, and, and as many churches, you know, we have been navigating this COVID-19 situation. We moved right at the beginning of it, so we, we literally moved right in the middle of March. Um, 
And by God's grace and providence, it turned out to be a good thing because the location we were renting is no longer available to us. It was a city facility, and the city facilities are all shut down right now with no prospective date for opening. And so it's by God's grace that this happened at the time that it did. And so we had enough time during the coronavirus crisis to get in here and kind of fix some things up, get things ready for our grand opening. It certainly wasn't the grand opening that we had planned or imagined originally when we, um, when God opened the door for us to move into this facility, but it was still good and glorious. That was two weeks ago. So this Sunday will be our third Sunday having in-person services. And we'd love to have you join us. And, and also keep in mind, this is Father's Day this coming Sunday. And so we, like many churches, uh, will be honoring dads. We've got a cool video montage about dads to show to you, as well as um, some gifts to give out to all the dads who come. So we'd love for you to come worship with us. Bring your dad. Dads, this is an opportunity to bring your kids and there are some incredible statistics, by the way, about what happens when fathers lead. And so I'd encourage you to check those out. I've, I've written some of them on my own website, um, and I can share some of those statistics with you as the show goes on in between calls. But um, just encourage you, dads, you have an incredible influence on your kids and how they uh, come out spiritually. You have just an inordinate level of influence in their lives. And we encourage you to use that and really encourage your kids to walk in the Lord's ways. Taking him to church on Father's Day is kind of like low-hanging fruit, right? It's so easy. And so if you're looking for a place to worship, you can join us. You can join us both online and in person at 9 and 11 a.m. on Sunday morning. If you want to join in person, the address is 2950 Colorful Avenue. That's 2950 Colorful Avenue in Longmont, Colorado. It's our new location. It's a, it's a big facility. We are just east of County Line Road and Ken Pratt Boulevard here in Longmont. So we're on the east end of town, just east of County Line and Ken Pratt, which is also called Highway 119. So we are on the north side of Highway 119, directly opposite Sandstone Ranch Community Park. So that's where the soccer fields are, all of the, the uh, skate park is there. And so we'd love to have you guys come up and uh, worship with us. Or if you are in Longmont, we'd love to have you come and worship with us. Um, our location's really well situated. We are right in between the kind of downtown or city center of Longmont and I-25. And so if you are a commuter or if you live in like the Frederick, Firestone, Decono area, we are kind of equidistant from Firestone and Longmont. Um, we're actually in Longmont City proper, but very close to Firestone as well. So if you're in Erie or Berthoud, Firestone, Mead, these are all really close by, and we'd love to have you come and worship with us. Again, 9 and 11 a.m., 2950 Colorful Avenue, Longmont, Colorado. The zip is 80504. And you can also join us online if you'd like to do that. Also at 9 and 11, live streaming, whitefieldschurch.com. That's our website, whitefieldschurch.com. And you can also go to our Facebook. It's facebook.com slash whitefieldschurch and youtube.com slash slash Whitefields Church, and you can join us live on those platforms as well. We'd love to have you join us. You can also hear me every weekday at 2.30 p.m. here on Grace FM and Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Okay, let's go to our first caller, Linda in Thornton, Colorado. Hi, Linda. Welcome to the program. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, uh, I've been 
I have terminal ill cancer. But uh, besides that, uh, and that's pretty stable right now, but for the last month, I've been in very, very bad pain Um, in my hip and my spine. It's going all over my foot. And I have to take care of my son. He's got cerebral palsy. And uh, I don't really have that many women at church that I know because uh, I was researching churches. (laughs) I was supposed to go to Israel in April, and we couldn't go. I couldn't go. And um, so I haven't met many women in the church I my daughter goes to, um, and I can't drive at night, so it's it's a bit hard for me. But I could take a cab. It doesn't. That's not a big deal. But anyway, I'm alone, mm-hmm. I'm, and I love the Lord. I totally, totally, and a Christian, mm-hmm. and it's been very hard because I really wanted to die in the last three weeks. I just. I can't take the pain anymore, and I, uh, the doctors give me medicine that doesn't work, and Monday I'm going to go to get injections. I just hope to feel better. I can't, I can't even think or sleep. I've been praying to God about it, and I, I just feel that maybe I... I didn't have enough faith, I guess. I don't know. Maybe yeah, he needed Linda, to. I needed to get more attention or something. Linda, I don't. I don't see any reason to say that you don't have enough faith in this case. Um, so I, I would encourage you not to be down on yourself. I would encourage you instead to look forward to and glory in the hope that will be revealed to us in the Lord. So I'd actually like to read you a passage of Scripture from Romans chapter 8, if you'd let me, and then we'll pray for you. When did you say your injections are going to be? Well, I'm getting some steroid injections on Monday, and then three weeks from now, I know that God put a good doctor in my life, and a couple of weeks from now, he'll give me a spine epidural. Mm. So, Okay, uh, let's pray for those to be effective. Yeah, so that might help. Uh, Okay, I'm just uh, trying to hold on and yeah. pray and, and get more into the Bible. I, I listen to your radio station all the time, all Glad the time. And that. I'm going to Israel. I hope to go in September if mm. they don't cancel. I hope that I'm you wanting... can go. Yeah, I, I'm hey, I'll, to go there. I'll, I'll tell you what, Linda. I was in Jerusalem last year, and it was really funny because there's this part of Jerusalem which is called New Jerusalem. And I kept joking that, man, I, I really hope... Um, the new Jerusalem, like the Bible talks about, is a little bit nicer than this. It was it was pretty nice. But um, I'll tell you what, if you don't get to see Jerusalem now, the good news is you'll get to see it when it's all spruced up. You'll get to see the new Jerusalem that has streets of gold, and it's going to be good. It's going to be even better than seeing it now before it gets redeemed, okay? So that's the good news, that no matter what, you're going to get to see Jerusalem. It's going to be good. So let me pray for your injections, first of all, and then I'll read you this scripture. Heavenly Father, I pray for Linda, and Lord, I just, I hear her heart, I hear about the suffering, and um, I hear, Lord, just my my heart aches with hers, Lord, as we know that we were not made for suffering and death, Lord, we were made for light and life forever with you, and Lord, we thank you for the promise of the gospel, 
Lord, and it's in situations like this, situations of great suffering, situations of great hardship, when that promise and that hope is all the more radiant and all the more glorious. And so, Lord, thank you for that hope. Thank you that we do not suffer in this life in vain. Lord, we, we suffer <coughs> and we rejoice. Uh, sorry, yeah, we rejoice and we, we suffer in the midst of our uh, lives, Lord, with the hope of the redemption that is to come. And so, Lord, I pray for Linda. Lord, you'd help her that uh, rather than being down on herself for not having enough faith, Lord, that you would encourage her and trust her, uh, help her to trust in you. Give her hope and encouragement as she waits upon the redemption, which is nigh. Lord, I pray for Linda that you would use her life, the time that she's got left here on earth, however long that is. Lord, would you use it for your glory? And Lord, would you... Um, really use her testimony in other people's lives, Lord, to encourage them and and really to get them to focus on eternity and the hope of heaven, because this life is really not where it's at. Lord, I pray for Linda that she will be able to go to Jerusalem and go to Israel in September, that that trip will work out and that she'll get to do that. But Lord, thank you for the promise of the new Jerusalem. And we look forward to the days when we will see not only the redemption of our bodies, but the redemption of the world. Heavenly Father, I pray that you just sustain her and I pray that these injections would be effective and that they would truly relieve some of her pain. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, thank you so much. Let me, let me I, I listen to you all the time. All I'm the so time. Glad. I have your radio station on all the time. Thank you so much. You bet. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, Linda, As uh, we've already let you go, but I want to read to you and everyone else just a few scriptures that... Uh, come to mind and are relevant for what you're talking about. This is from Romans chapter 8, verses 18 and on. I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed to us, for the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we groan inwardly as we wait for the adoption of sons and the redemption of our bodies. In this hope we were saved. Hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes in what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. So Linda and others who might be suffering, and you say, I don't even know how to pray in this time. I can't even think straight because of uh, how much I'm in pain, whether mentally, physically, emotionally. This is an encouraging verse because it tells us that when we don't know how to pray, the Spirit of God intercedes for us on our behalf. And God already knows what we need, but he even prays for us through us by his Spirit within us. That is so much grace and is so good and encouraging. You don't have to find the words, just groan to the Lord and he understands. Let's go to our next caller, Sheila in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Hi, Sheila. Welcome to the program. Hi. Um, I just... Uh wanted some prayer for uh, us Christians that um, don't want to go out and um, voice our opinions on, on things or protest or whatever. Um, it, it, I, I just feel like 
a lot of us need prayer for um, it's not not it's not that I don't care what's happening to these to to that family it's it's just that I'm not that type of a person so and my faith is that I don't I don't feel that I need to do that sure. because I feel that the Lord is in control of everything and me going out and protesting is not going to bring glory to him. I, I, I don't know. I, I just sure. feel like we're being... Um, well, Sheila, let me speak into this and I'll, I'll tell you a few things that I... I think um, are relevant to this conversation. On the one hand, what you're, what it seems like uh, you're feeling and saying, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that is that um, there is a pressure right now, right? That if we don't um, go out and do things and protest, perhaps it seems like that's the one that uh, you're specifically talking about protesting racial injustice, that if we don't go out and hold a sign on the street or go march in a protest, that perhaps that means that we don't care. And there can be this kind of pressure amongst Christians. And, and I would say it gets to a matter of judging one another, judging, you know, um, based on these actions that are kind of expected, right? Whether it's a social media campaign, whether it's an actual going out and marching. Now, I think that in those cases, it is really important that we remember what it says in Ephesians chapter 4. And that is this. Paul says, I, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you've been called, with all humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit, in the bond of peace. Then in Colossians, Paul says, do not let anyone judge you as to the things basically that they think that you should be doing um, in that way, right? He says, don't let anyone judge you in regard of food or drink or in regard to festival or new moon or Sabbath. These are laws. And he says, these things are a foreshadowing of Jesus, but the substance is in Christ. And then like Romans 14, who are you to judge another servant to his own master? He stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand. God is able to make him stand. So this is one issue that, that is part of what you're talking about. And that issue is that as Christians, as we have um, convictions about things that are going on, and they could be good and right convictions, uh, it's important that we uh, deal with them and maintain the unity of the spirit in the church in the bond of peace that we love our our brothers and sisters in the church that we don't become judgmental that we don't become divisive over these things and that these don't become points of contention now on the other hand i, I do want to say this in response to one other thing you said is that um you know you don't feel that perhaps that you said you feel that it's in god's hands and I would agree with you that it is in God's hands, but God has also called us to be his body. And so our actions absolutely do matter. You know, today is Juneteenth, and this is the day when slave, the final slaves received the news of their freedom, and they received their freedom. And I believe it happened in Galveston, Texas, um, to that on uh, June, was it to June 19th, Juneteenth, 
And uh, the reason why this day is getting so much attention right now is because of the tensions in our country and the, the clarity that a lot of people are getting on the racial uh, disparity that exists in our country. And I would just say this. Yes, it was in God's hand when that happened as well, but it was also the people of God who advocated for the end of slavery and for abolition. And that is also important that we realize that so in other words, the knowledge that God is in control should not make us passive, but it should give us should fill us with confidence to boldly do the work of God in the world. So uh, I hope that makes sense. So so I wouldn't judge any Christians who say, hey, I want to go out there and I do want to protest because I do believe that this is what God's called me to do and to do it peacefully, to do it honoring to others. But also, you know, to make my voice heard that I uh, stand with this community or I am part of that community. Right. So I think it is important that we do things that show um, that we are standing beside. So it, our actions absolutely do matter in these issues, issues of, you know, social issues, justice issues. Our actions do matter. It's not when we say that it's in God's hands, we can never let that cause us to become passive. And so we we want to say it's in God's hands, and yet he has called us to be his body, his hands and feet in the world, and so we are going to do his work all the more because we believe he's in control. But let's pray for unity within the church. I think that's, that is a valid and important point you bring up. Heavenly Father, we uh, just lift up Sheila's request to you, Lord, and her what's on her heart is unity within the church. Lord, there would not be... Even in uh, the midst of people who care a lot about these very important issues, Lord, help us to love one another, bear with one another, encourage one another in love rather than with, uh, let's say, shame or without with putting others down or making them feel bad. Lord, help us to uh, winsomely bring them along, those who we feel are not quite there. And so, Lord, we pray that you would bless our country right now as we go through these things. Lord, thank you. We, we thank you for Juneteenth. We thank you, Lord, that, um, that there is no longer slavery in our country, but we realize there are some residual effects. And so, Lord, we pray for equity and justice to reign in our land. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thanks, Sheila. God bless you. Bye-bye. Hey, listening to Calvary Live, this is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, taking your calls and texts on the air today. Number to call is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Or you can text us at 720-336-0897. Once again, the call-in number is 303-690-3000. Or you can text us 720-336-0897. We've got two open lines. And we've got about one minute until our break. But I'm going to go ahead and take this next call. And then we'll probably have to... Probably have to um, take the break in the middle of the call but let's go to carlos in aurora colorado hi carlos welcome to the program hello there hey there carlos just uh, a heads up that we're going to have to go to a break in just a second but i wanted to start our call then we'll take the break and we'll come back to it after the break okay okay so, so carlos what is your question my question has to do one uh here in colorado aurora colorado or colorado uh is the Holy Spirit still healing through people? So simple That's number answer. One, number, okay, number simple two. answer is yes. Okay, number two. What's number two? 
you know, the Saturday the, the in the Ten Commandments under mm-hmm. the Sabbath? Yes. Um, do we still need to keep the Sabbath? Or do we go by what it says that uh, uh, man was not made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath for man? And if it's so, explain it. Yeah, I actually have a better answer for you than that. And the better answer is this. Yes, we absolutely do honor the Sabbath, but the Sabbath is not a day. The Sabbath is a person. And I'm going to explain that right after our break. And uh, Carlos, if you can hang on through the break, it's two minutes long, that would be awesome. If you have to go, that's fine. And I can answer the question off uh, with you, not on the line, your choice. But we are going to go to our two minute break right now. You're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church. Give us a call, 303-690-3000. We'll be back in two minutes time. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon. Welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, taking your calls and texts live on the air. Right before the break, we were talking to Carlos in Aurora, Colorado. And Carlos, are you here with me? I am. Okay, thanks for holding, Carlos. I know you were holding for a while before that, too, so I appreciate your patience. Okay, um, I want to answer your question about the Sabbath first, and then we can go back to talk about the Holy Spirit for just a second because um, I can give you a little bit more detailed answer. Okay, the most important passage for you to read, two, two important passages in regard to the question about the Sabbath. Number one, I want you to open up to Colossians chapter 2, unless you're driving, in which case, just listen. Um, but if you got your Bible in front of you, open up to Colossians 2 and put your finger there. And we're going to go over to Hebrews chapter 4, and then we'll come back to Colossians 2, okay? So Hebrews chapter 4, really important passage. And what Hebrews 4 is telling us is that the Sabbath that we were meant for, right? So Hebrews, you got to remember, it's written to Hebrew people, and it's meant to show them that Jesus is the greater than he is greater than all of the he is the greater than Moses he is greater than anyone else who ever lived he is greater than every sacrifice and Jesus is the greater than the Sabbath in why because the Sabbath was a picture which pointed to Jesus and what it says there in Hebrews chapter 4 he says he talks about this whole idea of Sabbath and Sabbath was also related to the promised land is what he's reminding us, right? Because the whole idea about the promised land and about the Saturday Sabbath was about rest, 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 rest. And yet, even after they entered into the promised land, even though they took every Saturday off, the people still had no rest in their heart of hearts, in their souls. What we need is a rest that is more than physical, that is more than schedule. We need rest in our heart of hearts, rest from our labors of trying to justify ourselves before God. And Jesus Christ gives us that rest. Jesus is our Sabbath. The Sabbath day is a picture of Jesus. So now we're going to go back to Colossians 2, and I'm going to read to you a verse I actually read to a previous caller. It's chapter 2, verse 16. 
Paul says to the Colossians, Therefore let no one pass judgment on you in regard to food and drink, or in regard to festival, or new moon, or Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Okay, what's he saying? He's saying that, imagine, let me just paint a picture for you. I come home from a long trip. I'm walking up the walkway towards my front door. My wife sees me out the window. She comes running outside. And as, you know, I open up my arms to embrace her. But rather than embracing me, she suddenly, you know, throws herself on the ground and starts kissing my shadow. Well, that would be strange, right? Because why would she, why would she focus on my shadow when the substance that creates the shadow is standing there right in front of her? Is it me she loves or does she want my shadow? And what Paul is saying is that that is a picture of what we are doing when we focus on the shadow rather than the substance. And so if we get hung up on, you know, the shadow in, in this case, which is the Saturday Sabbath, then we are missing the substance which the shadow was created by and was intended to point us towards. And so the answer to your question is, do we keep the Sabbath? Absolutely, we honor the Sabbath because Jesus Christ is our Sabbath, the one who Hebrews 4 tells us gives us rest from all of our labors before God. So do we need to go to church on Saturday or Sunday? Well, what Paul would tell us is that we can, go to ch we can honor any day. And there's a history actually behind why Christians worship on Sunday. But the truth is you can worship any day you want. You can worship every day. You can also worship on Saturday if you want to. But don't think that worshiping on Saturday is somehow inherently better than worshiping on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday. The reason we worship on Sunday is not because it's the new Christian Sabbath. Not by any means. There's actually two reasons why we worship on Sunday. Number one is that the early church started gathering on Sundays to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. The early church actually paid more attention to the resurrection of Jesus than to the cross of Jesus. And I think that's something that we should pay attention to ourselves. You'll notice that throughout the New Testament. They talk almost more about the resurrection than they do about the crucifixion. Now, there's a historical reason why that's flipped around in our day and age. It has to do with um, the Roman Catholic Church in the Middle Ages. But the other reason why Christians celebrate on Sunday is because there's actually an even better reason. You could think about it like this. The week, right? The reason we have a seven-day week is because it reflects the seven days of God's creation, or the six days plus the day of rest. So we had the six days, the day of rest being the last day. And then what does that mean about Sunday? It means that Sunday is the, new, the start of a new week. And this is actually something the church fathers, right? This means the early church fathers are the, the early Christian leaders who wrote between the years 100 and 500 AD. We call them the church fathers. The church fathers wrote on this and they referred to Sunday as the new day, the new day. And the, here's what the idea was, that Sunday is not the seventh day, but it is the eighth day, meaning it is the beginning of a new era. And that's why we worship on Sunday, because we have entered into a new era in Christ. And that is part of what we celebrate by celebrating on not the first day of the week, but on the eighth day, right? The beginning of a new era. So I hope that 
Does that help answer your question, Carlos? Yeah. Yes, okay. it did. Okay, and your question about the Holy Spirit, here's my take on it. Um, I don't see, if God it never changes, right? He's, there's a word for that. We call it immutable. If God is immutable, he doesn't change, then that means that God, right, the Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Then what that means is that why would I assume that God does not heal anymore if he healed in the past uh, throughout the Bible that somehow he doesn't in our day and age? Now, here's one thing I tell you. You read through the book of Acts, you see a couple people healed. That's pretty cool. But keep in mind that the book of Acts took place over decades, right? And we only read about a few healings. And what this means, I don't think that healings were happening like every, you know, 15 seconds. I think that they were sometimes, um, sometimes they weren't like frequent and they were special. And, um, and I think that, you know, in our day and age, some people would say, well, I just haven't seen it. Well, hey, you know what? Just because you, I haven't, there's a lot of things I haven't seen, you know? Um, that doesn't mean that they don't exist. And so I would just encourage us to take our, our theological cues from the Bible and from the fact that God is unchanging. There's nowhere in the Bible that says that God used to do, used to heal, and now, uh, you know, in the last 200 years, he stopped. So. All right. Well, cool. Thanks for calling in, Carlos. Thanks for listening. I, I'm glad to hear that you're tuning in, and I appreciate the call. Thank you very much, Nick. Okay, God bless you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, taking your calls and texts live on the air. The number to call is 303-690-3000. That's 303-690-3000. Or you can text us at 720-336-0897. That's 720-336-0897 for the text line. Let's go to our next caller, Rita in Aurora, Colorado. Hi, Rita. Welcome to the program. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. I just have a question, and um, I'm starting to read through the Bible again, and I noticed while I was reading that when um, the men had children, of course, he, it says, so-and-so begat, so-and-so begat, so-and-so, you know how it goes. Yeah. In, it, in uh, Terah, who was uh, Abram's father, yeah. and Noah, who, of course, was um, Shem, Ham, and, and Japheth, they don't say that. It just said Tara had sons, and it names all three of them. So I was just wondering, were they triplets? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Um, but let me see. I'm looking for the verse. Are you talking? You're verse 26, chapter 11, verse 26. Tara lived 70 years, and he fathered Abram, Nahor, and Haran. That's possible. Um, it's also possible. Here's another thing that we know about this section is that it doesn't actually tell us every single person who was who was born. Right. So um, this isn't just telling us history. It's telling us history for a particular reason. And it skips over huge portions of history to focus laser focus on one story, which is the story of the coming of the Messiah and the Messianic line. So I don't know exactly why. It mentions them. It actually mentions them twice. Verse 27 mentions them as well. It says, these are the generations, which, by the way, is the internal division of the book of Genesis. It's broken into, and I forget how many there are now, but there's all these sections, and each section begins with 
these are the generations of these people. But it's what it says, here are the generations of Terah. Terah fathered Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran fathered Lot. It's very possible that they could have been triplets. I, I don't know, but that can be one that we're going to, let's jot that down. And uh, you and me can go and ask God when we get there, okay? Oh, it, <laughs> it would be uh, something to find out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to write that one down. We're going to ask, okay? You and me. Okay. Have a great weekend, Rita. Thanks for calling in. All right, bye-bye. Listen to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church taking your calls and text live on the air. Give us a call, 303-690-3000, or text us, 720-336-0897. Before we go to our next caller, let me just remind you, we would love to have you come and worship with us this Sunday, either in person or online. We have two services here at our church in Longmont called Whitefields Community Church. Services are at 9 and 11. They're live streamed on our website, whitefieldschurch.com. And they're also live streamed on our Facebook page and YouTube page, which are facebook.com slash whitefieldschurch and youtube.com slash whitefieldschurch. 9 and 11 a.m. Sunday morning. You can also join us in person. We're doing a little special thing for the dads uh, this Sunday with a video montage as well as some gifts that we'll be handing out to all the dads who come. So we'd love for you to come. Bring your dad. If you're a dad, this is a great opportunity for you to bring your wife and kids. I know there's many of you dads out there. Maybe your kids aren't believers or not walking with the Lord, or maybe even your spouse is not walking with the Lord. This is a great opportunity to say, hey, it's Father's Day. I get to choose what we do. We're going to church. So I would encourage you to do that. And if you're looking for a place to worship in the Longmont area, we would love to have you join us. We're at 2950 Colorful Avenue. That's 2950 Colorful Avenue in Longmont, 80504. 80504, which means we're on the east side of town. We are just across the street from Sandstone Ranch Community Park, right on Highway 119 called Ken Pratt Boulevard. And we're just east of County Line Road and Ken Pratt Boulevard here in Longmont, right in between I-25 and downtown Longmont and uh, really accessible from all directions. We'd love to have you join us. So let's go. Uh, I see that one person texted in, asked if, we, if I know any dad jokes. So I do know a few. Let me just give you some. Um, I'll give you a biblical one, okay? Okay, so, you know, they say that it doesn't hurt babies to get circumcised, but I knew this kid who got circumcised when he was a baby, and he couldn't walk for like a year. See, I just wish that I could hear you guys laughing. <laughs> or maybe maybe it's like most of my jokes where actually nobody laughs. Okay, let's go to Jerry in New Jersey. Hi, Jerry. Welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor. How are you? Doing great. Good. Well, I have a prayer request for my friend Diane. I call contact. I call disabled and elderly people, and she is one of my callers that I've become friends with that I call pretty much every day. Okay. Um, she was in a boat accident about 31 years ago, had her leg was cut right off from a drunk uh, riding another boat, went over on top of their boat. And um, she, she's a believer, but she has a very lo low self-esteem. She doesn't think highly of herself. And also she lives amongst a lot of darkness. Her son and his girlfriend, they 
have a lot of like do witchcraft and they involved in that and they're so there's a lot of evilness that surround her and medically she's not like a um she's in a wheelchair of course so she has a lot of other issues but she also used to cut herself uh, long mm-hmm. like years ago and she often uh, says about suicide and that she she feels he has the urge to to do that so um i try to talk with her and and i pray with her and and she's been tuned into hope fm because i had told her about the station and um so i just pray that um she will begin to see just how much her daddy loves her and how special she is and i try to encourage encourage her and also that god would give me the wisdom and the knowledge and the, and the godly counsel on how to speak to her and and how to lovely, tenderly when to speak and when I should say something. Because there's times that when I keep want to tell her when she keeps going over the same thing and I want to, like, shake her and say, Diane, don't you get it? The Lord, like, what does she have to live for? And I try to say, you have hope of eternity. So just pray that God would just help her to begin to see herself through his eyes and love herself mm-hmm. and have the grace to, um, I'm not in her shoes. I don't live in that situation i am blind so i know what she means as far as a disability that you know but i don't live in that type of family lifestyle okay well jerry it sounds like a really cool ministry that you have of calling people who are disabled and i just want to pray for you as well as we pray for your friend diane let's do that heavenly father we pray for jerry thank you for this ministry you've given her of reaching out to people over the phone and what what an important and good ministry. Lord, I pray you'd sustain her in that. I pray you'd encourage her in it. Give her the strength and the stamina to continue going on and doing your work over the phone in these people's lives. And Lord, we pray for Diane just uh, as she struggles with really believing and accepting that you love her. Lord, I pray that when she feels, when she, let's say, looks at herself and doesn't feel lovely or lovable, Lord, that she would look to the cross and she would see once again the proof and Lord, we pray that it would just be new and fresh in her mind, that it would just blow her away every single time when she thinks about, Lord, what you have done and how much you love her and how you've proved that love over and over throughout her life. Lord, I pray that you would bind the enemy in the way that he wants to get Diane just lost in, in darkness and in um, you know, cutting, deceit, harming herself, as well as just these lies that are in her head. Lord, help her to take up the spiritual armor and be strong in the day, in that evil day when the, when the attacks come. Lord, that she would have the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness. And Lord, we ask that you would protect her as those fiery darts come her way. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, taking your calls and texts live on the air today. The number to call is 303-690-3000. or text us 720-336-0897. The number again, 720-336-0897. We have one open line and about 11 minutes left in the show. Let's go to Natasha in New Jersey. Hi, Natasha. Welcome to the program. Amen. God bless you, Pastor. How are you doing? Doing great. Good. Amen. Listen, uh, I need a prayer request uh, on behalf of my friend, William. 
Um, I have you on speaker right now, so he's listening. Um, The the, uh, prayer request is uh, he has type 1 diabetes, um, and uh, he's also been going through a lot of mental issues, um, suicide, um, very low self-esteem, and uh, I was just wondering if you could just pray for him and uh, his deliverance. Um, and just encourage him that, you know, Jesus is there, you know, Jesus loves him, and, you know, just also pray for me as well, and, you know, pray to give me the wisdom and the courage to, you know, be there for him, you know, in times of trouble. Yeah, for sure. Hey, William, good to uh, have you on the phone here. Hey, let me just tell you this, that, um, and we live in a broken world, you know, like we weren't made for mental illness, we weren't made for diabetes, and, um, it, it can wear on you sometimes, and I'm sure that you know that. I, mean, I know that you know that. And so it can wear on you sometimes. Here's what I would encourage you in is that uh, sometimes we might ask the question, if, if the world is so broken, if I am hurting so much, then why doesn't God do something to stop it? And you know what I would tell you? That that, that is exactly the message of the gospel, that God has done something in order to put an end to this once and for all. And that end is coming. It's coming in good time. You know, in, in, in light of eternity, our lives are very short. That time is coming. If you put your hope and trust in Jesus, then he will, number one, give you that eternal life in which there will be no more diabetes, in which there will be no more mental illness, in which that which is broken will be made fixed, will be that which is wrong will be made right. And, and here's the other thing, though. He's also going to sustain you until that time comes. And I'll tell you what. He will even use your hardships and the things that you're suffering with and struggling with now. He wants to use those things not only for your good, but he wants to use them for other people's good. He has a purpose with your life here and now. God's purpose isn't just to save you and then yoink you out of this world. No, no, no. He wants to save you and give you eternity without those problems that you're experiencing now. And he wants to also use this short time that you have left here on earth, however many decades that's going to be. He wants to use that for the good of other people. He wants to use your suffering to help others. That's actually what the Bible says. Second Corinthians chapter one. He's the God of all comfort who comforts us in our affliction so that we can then comfort others with the comfort we've received. And so that is what he wants to do in your life. And so I would encourage you, uh, you know, this is why Paul the Apostle and James the Apostle, they're both able to say, count it joy when you suffer these things because God is using them to build up a weight of glory and he's using them for your good and for, for the good of others. And so I would just encourage you in that way, William. And let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we pray for William. We do pray, Lord, that you give him relief from diabetes. Lord, healing in these areas, relief and healing from diabetes and mental illness. But Lord, we know that all of us, no matter if we experience healing in this life now, we know that it's only temporary because at one point our life here on earth is going to end. But we also know that that won't be the end of us. And so, Lord, we pray for William that he would put his trust in you, Jesus, wholeheartedly that he would in you have the hope of eternal life and that hope that all things will be made right ultimately in you. But also, Lord, give him the perseverance to go on, give him the perseverance to trust in you and, Lord, to hand over the things that he's uh, 
struggling with so that you can use them for good. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Natasha, William, God bless you guys. Thanks for calling in. God bless you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Hey, you're listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Cady from Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado, taking your calls and texts live on the air. We've got uh, five, six minutes left in the show. Maybe still enough time for one or two more calls. So give us a call, 303-690-3000. Let's go to Kat in Denver, Colorado. Hi, Kat. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Doing great. So um, I have a question um, about if it's, I know it's only a God who has the wisdom, but is there a way for us to know whether or not someone is saved? Um, I know that Scripture says that Without God changing our hearts, we are incapable of believing in Him. We're incapable of believing that we um, were in need of a Savior, and that part comforts me. But I also know that Scripture says that um, you'll know a tree by its fruit, and that when God changes us, we begin to love the things He loves and hate the things that He hates, and we choose life. And my dad really, really struggles with alcoholism, and he doesn't want help. He says, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. I enjoy drinking. Um, He claims he knows Jesus, but he doesn't have any desires for um, fellowship, never has. He just doesn't go to church, says that's not his thing. Um, He's he has definitely read Scripture. He knows Scripture. He can quote it. But his life does not reflect to me someone who loves Jesus, and it concerns me. Yeah. I think you're probably right to be concerned, Kat, that truth, as you mentioned, there's we can't really know, right? So only God knows. He knows where that person is at in their heart. But he does tell us, he says, hey, look, like you look at a tree, and if you see that that tree's not bearing fruit, that that should be something that concerns you, especially if you care about that tree. And as somebody who cares about your dad, it sounds like uh, you have a reason to be concerned. I would say that I would tell a person who is complacent and um, who doesn't feel like following Jesus or submitting their life to God, that they should be concerned about their salvation. And so I would point him to those kinds of verses. I would point him to verses like the one you mentioned. I'd point him to verses like Matthew chapter 7, where it says that there will be many people who come to Jesus on that day, and they'll say, Lord, Lord, you know, we did all these things in your name. And he'll say, I never knew you. Uh, I would point him to verses like in the Gospel of John, chapter 15, where Jesus says, you are my friends if you do what I command you. Right? So Jesus says... Uh, John, First John, he says, "You will. This is how uh, you will know that you are my children if you do what I tell you to do." And so, you know, I think we live in a society that tends to push back a lot against that, those kinds of ideas of like submitting and um, doing what anyone tells us to do, even if that is God. And so, I I would point him to some of those scriptures. You know, it's very likely that he is a believer and that. You know, Paul talks about people who will be saved as if through fire, meaning their souls will be saved, but their lives will have been wasted. That does happen, and that's good news, especially for somebody like someone in your father's situation. Um, 
I would encourage him, though, because I believe that the Bible does this, that I would encourage him to actually really think hard about these things and to ask himself, if is he truly in the faith? So that's what I would tell you. Let's go ahead and pray for him, and let's pray for you to have wisdom in these things. The good news, I'll tell you this, is that we are not saved by our obedience. We're saved by what Jesus did for us and our trust and reliance upon that. So let's pray that that is truly the case with him. Heavenly Father, we pray for Cat's dad. Lord, we ask that he would truly, wholeheartedly rely on you, Jesus, and what you did for him. But Lord, may that not make him complacent. May it not get feel, make him feel like he has a license to sin. Lord, we pray that you would take hold of his heart and that he would show the fruits of repentance as you talked about. You talked about, you know, repent and show the fruits of repentance. We pray that that would be true in his life. And Lord, we pray for his soul, Lord, that he would truly trust in you and be saved. And Lord, if if that is not the case, Lord, we pray that you would indeed save him. Give Cat so much wisdom with how to talk to him and how to broach this subject because, of course, I can tell she cares about him deeply. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless you, Kat. Bye-bye. Hey, you've been listening to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Nick Katie. We I'm going to go to one text question before the end. Do you think the seal judgments in Revelation are taking place now, or is that during the tribulation period? I believe that's during the tribulation period. Um, so I hope that answers your question. Hey, you've been listening to Calvary Live. My name is Nick Katie. Check us out online. Join us either in person or online, whitefieldschurch.com, 2950 Colorful Avenue, Longmont, Colorado, 80501, or 80504 is our address. God bless you. I'll be with you again next week. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.